0: Here. We have a special guest for you tonight. Dave Sims of the Seattle Mariners TV broadcast with Root Sports. Unfortunately, our other host Rafal is out uh, sick tonight. So hoping he gets feeling better soon. But uh, tonight we're going to enjoy a little Pacific Northwest baseball talk with, with Dave. So Dave, thank you so much for joining us.
1: You're very welcome. What's going on? How you doing?
0: Doing good, doing good. Looking forward to an exciting Uh, 2023 MLB season, and definitely very exciting for the Seattle Mariners um, coming off their breaking of their playoff drought and everything. So looking forward to what they can do this season and everything. Um, So real quick, kind of just right off the bat, I've got to ask with what the Mariners have done in this offseason and what, um, you know, unfortunately the, the bad news that happened with Jose Altuve, and everything that's gone on with Houston not being quite as active as they have been in the past, I, I need to know, have the Mariners done enough in this offseason to kind of either catch up with the Astros or you know, hopefully even pass them and t- capture an AL West crown?
1: Well, today is March 23rd. You're, you're not going to get a concrete, concrete answers on that uh, right now. I mean, we've okay. I think the gap has been closed. We're going to have Luis Castillo for a full season. Teoscar Hernandez has been at it. Yeah, Altuve is is lost until June. Houston's a very good ball club. We've not, you know, you gotta you gotta beat them. We play them face up, so that's gonna be the you know, proof of the pudding right there. Uh, have we closed the gap on paper? It looks like we have, but you know, you gotta you gotta play them straight up, and you gotta beat them.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so with with that success that you know that Houston has had, and obviously with the Mariners breaking their playoff drought this upcoming season there's been a lot of talk in, in this this offseason i'd say especially maybe more so than in in years past but you know it's all talking around jared kelnick and what he's done this spring training and kind of the question of if he can really live up to the hype that he had as a prospect of being you know a five to a player and everything i've got to say what i've seen from kelnick this this spring it's really looking like he's really turned the corner but I've felt that way the last couple seasons seasons um, with him. And so, uh, you know, in, in your estimation, does this look more more real than maybe in years in past? Or do we still need to wait for him to really put it together in a major league game to really have a better idea of how, how good he's going to be?
1: He's having a good spring. He's leading the club in hits and home runs. He's having a very good spring. It's spring training. Keep that in mind. Things change mm-hmm. when you get the regular season. The hope is that he's going to be a key key contributor. It could be, in fact, it might be the key to the team batting in the middle of the maybe bottom of the order. And uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, it, you know, all the spring training talk, you can talk to you blue in the face, doesn't mean anything until like, they tee it up again uh, for real next Thursday.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so kind of just kind of kind of piggyback off of that, where you're talking about him being in the middle of the order, looking more at the top of the batting order are the Mariners maybe a little bit top-heavy, or do we think there's you know, a little bit more length in this lineup to kind of um, be more, more, more of a scary, more potent offense for them?
1: Well, as we talked about, the addition of Teasco Hernandez is, is, is huge. Suarez comes back having hit a whole bunch of home runs. Julio will probably be in a leadoff spot. You've got Colton Wong can, play, you know, can hit one, one or two. Uh, Cal Raleigh has emerged. I think it's a good lineup. It's a good lineup. we're going to tell you. It's, uh, I mean, it would, if, if J.P. Crawford's going to be batting near or at the bottom of the order, hopefully he's going to hit better than uh, 243. That happens. Uh, it's going to be a long lineup and uh, be ready to go. The strength of the team is pitching, starting bullpen. Uh, you got a lot of returners, and uh, the depth is outstanding in the pitching department. So, I mean, that's the hallmark of the team. And then uh, I think the, the hitting will take care of itself.
0: Yeah. I I definitely like the addition of Teoscar Hernandez uh, from an offensive standpoint, and he does bring a good glove out there in right field as well. And then I think everybody knows that Colton Wong is a solid, if not you know, Gold Glove second baseman out there, and we're hopeful that he can put a little more juice in the bat than he had than he did this past season. But you know, kind of talking about that Mariners rotation and the pitching that they have, obviously their bullpen is very very scary. Uh, especially the back end when you've got Munoz and Seawald back there you know to kind of shut things down especially with Seawald being a, more of a, a fireman type for for Scott Service where they can just throw him in in difficult situations knowing that Seawald's going to more than likely come out successful than them and then you just got Munoz who's throwing gas late in games and everything with that devastating slider to really finish off hitters but with that rotation I mean they've in my opinion, they've got the best starting rotation one through five. When you're talking about Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert, George Kirby, and then Marco Gonzalez, is your five, Marco Gonzalez is your five starting pitchers. Like, that's a really, really good rotation. There's not a lot of teams out there that can beat it. But there have been some questions about that number five spot, you know, whether Marco should be the guy or maybe it should be Chris Flexen or maybe the, the rookie Bryce Miller or maybe even later in the year. Emerson Hancock, if he's healthy and you know, what's your well question? And- what's
1: your question? Where are you going with this? You gave it a speech. What's your question? <laughs> so, what what
0: is like, what are, what's in your opinion, like the back end of the rotation look like?
1: Where you does, know, I, here's the deal I call the games, we got a good rotation. However, it's going to be a five man rotation. It comes down to flex and or Marco for five. Uh, probably flex is better set to be in the bullpen as a long guy. We're going to, you know, we're going to find out, you know, the, the decision is forthcoming either way, whatever happens, it's going to be a positive effect and it's going to be a good structure uh, to a starting rotation. And it's going to be a, a, among the best in baseball.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree that they're going to have one of the best rotations in, in all of baseball for sure. Um, so I, I've got a more of like a, a personal question for you here. You've been calling Mariners games since 2007. Do you have like a favorite Mariners moment, whether it's a game
1: or a call that you
0: did, or just a special you get player? You, you, need, you
1: need to ask that a Cal, the Cal home run last year to get us to the playoffs doesn't get any better than that. Oh, well, I mean that's that's I mean, you true. got that you got the Haniger two-run single the year before. There was a game in one. Let's see, a game one number one sixty-one where uh, Nelson Cruz hit a. Three run homer to tie it at seven seven in the seventh against the A's went on to lose that game, but that was as big a moment. Of course, probably in front of that is the Philly's perfect game back in August of uh, twenty twelve.
0: Yeah, that's definitely those are definitely great moments and everything. So, um, yeah, a lot of good Mariners history. We're definitely looking forward to another upcoming seasons, uh, the upcoming season, I should say. There are there any any like. Inside, you can give us on like Julio Rodriguez. Everyone knows that he's special, but is there something maybe that people just aren't aware of, just how great that he is, whether it's on the field or off the
1: field? Everything you see on the field is real. He's a terrific person. He's a great teammate. We're thrilled to have him, and and really thrilled to have him for a you know signed up to a very long term deal. I mean, there's not much more you need to even add to that. He's, he's gonna if he's healthy, he's gonna play. I mean, you're gonna he's probably gonna play. In his in his mind he wants to probably play 100, 155 games and you know, he can't run him into the ground but you know he can when he's in the lineup when he's on the field you know there's sizzle to the ball club when he's not he can feel his absence
0: yeah I mean you can kind of you know just watching the games you can feel that he has a different presence that he brings to the to the clubhouse and to their locker room and everything like that so really excited for him. Um, really dave just thank you so much for joining us here on the replacement level podcast really appreciate you taking the time and um, looking forward to this upcoming seattle mariners season and um, for all our fans out there you can check this out on spotify on apple tunes as well and uh, please tune in to root sports to hear the great dave sims calling the games for the mariners i promise you you're going to love the way he calls the game the, the joy and the passion that he brings two calling games and it's just electric it's it's very very good to listen to so dave thank you again for joining us we really appreciate it